Things, for those that are watching, things look a little different today. Welcome to AY After Hours with Just Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Doug today. He is off doing important things, uh, probably golfing, who knows. But So uh, today we have two guests with us, uh, Jim Francis, who was on another episode from our Waterworks Department when we did Q&A, and Tyler Smith who uh, was previously a customer, yeah. but now is one of our AY coworkers, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, welcome. Thank welcome. you. Thank yeah, you. thanks for doing this. So this is your third day? Third day. Third day. Yeah. Just throwing you into the deep <laughs> end. Third day, you're on a podcast. So yeah. um, we thought that, you know, we haven't really talked about a lot of products um, on the podcast. But there are a couple of things that have been launched by the Innovation Center that we kind of wanted to share. And ironically, you helped us work on this project. So for those watching, you'll see some items on the table. Uh, we have a Tyler Smith bobblehead, um, which was a result of Tyler working on a project with us for the adjustable meter pit. And I also have a, a little baby 3D printed meter pit. So. That will be one of the things we talk about in addition to getting to know you better. I want to touch on this product. And Jim, you're the perfect person to sit in uh, being our Waterworks product manager. Yeah, ha happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So. so why don't we start with just getting to know you a little bit better, Tyler. So sure. uh, tell us a little bit about your, your personal life, like your family and your interests. Uh, my wife is Sherry. Um, we've been married 22 years. I uh, have three kids, um, Quinn, Cole, and Kennedy. And they all are 13. So we got we to gotta dive into the kid <laughs> thing. So I heard um, from Rich Palicki, yep. who used to be uh, your territory manager at AY, yep. that you thought you were having twins. So the, the first doctor visit, the, the ultrasound was twins. And then they asked us to do a high-risk assessment. So they had, had us go to a different hospital. And there they did an ultrasound and... They found three. Oh, so. yay. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus surprise, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I didn't actually go to that ultrasound, um, but after that I went to every one because I figured it, the ones I don't go to, they find another. <laughs> 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 so. There could end up being four babies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, triplets. Um, so we talked a little bit yesterday. They're, they're pretty good. They're 13, three 13-year-olds. Yep. So you're not, you're not losing your mind yet? No, they are good. They're good kids. Yeah, um, that's awesome. They... Uh, you know they they all have different personalities they all like to do their own thing but you know they're they're genuinely good kids cool that's good if you can get to that stage of those preteen years and yeah. still be sane you're probably on the right <laughs> yeah. track yeah. so jim this is your your second run on the podcast uh, i think the first time in the q a episode i don't know that we really got to delve into your personal <laughs> life but tell us a little bit about your your family and what you do outside of work Oh uh, yeah, so I uh, I've been at AY for uh, ten years, so I've known Tyler for probably uh, about five years when he came into the uh, second innovation summit we had. Uh, personally, I also have uh, I have twins, so not triplets, but yeah. uh, so uh, we have the twins, uh, boy and girl. They just had their golden birthday, uh, fifteen on tax day, the fifteenth. So <laughs> uh, starting to drive all that fun stuff, high school freshman. Uh, my daughter plays. Um, softball and volleyball so that keeps me really busy and um uh, my son he just uh likes to play video games and he's going to be getting a job very soon so, uh, <laughs> does he know that he's yeah. getting a job oh yeah he knows soon. he knows so f fortunately uh my my 
Uh, Dad has a farm, so he's going to go work at the farm, too, some of the summer. So great opportunity for him. And but, what kind of farm is it? Uh, corn, soybeans, and then they raise hogs. So, yeah, pretty big farm. But Yeah, I think we talked about this one time, how many how many hogs are on yeah, the farm? Yeah, I think, like, uh, at any point in time, maybe 25,000 head of hogs. And so they raise maybe 50,000 a year, so. I yeah. don't know anything about farming, but that just seems like so many yeah. pigs. It's, it's a lot of work, so yeah, a lot of work, but that'll be a good experience for him. And it's just just like the waterworks business, there's always always something broken, you know, <laughs> and something always needs fixed. So. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's uh, there's a lot of, a lot of similarities between the 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 industry we're in and farming. Just a lot of uh, good uh, blue collar people, hardworking people. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, Dubuque's such a small town that I used to actually coach Jim's daughter in yeah. volleyball. Yeah, it's good. And she is a great kid. Good season. So. She must have got all that from her mom. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. For sure. So. Um, so tell us a little bit about how long you've been in this industry and what you did before your third day at A.Y. McDonald. Um, so I, I got into the industry through distribution uh, 20 years ago. Uh, started in the warehouse, moved to inside sales, quotations, outside sales, um, and branch management before I came here. Okay, and you were with Depo- Dakota Supply Group, right? Dakota Supply. So how many years were you with them that whole time? Or you know, tw- uh, twenty. It was two months shy of 20 years. Okay, that's a, that's a really good run. So I think having all that experience, how do you think that will serve you well coming to AY now? From a product standpoint, I, I'm comfortable with the Waterworks product line that AY has. Um, the with the distributor I was with, uh, you know, you overlapped into the plumbing, and and into pumps. So my product knowledge is pretty ver- pretty versed in that. Um, the you know I understand the customer's perspective. I but I also know the 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 manufacturing side working with AY for as long as I did. Yeah, you've kind of seen every angle of it. Yep. I was joking, Jim, that I said uh, the catalog seven four. I rattled off a number five two dash six, and Tyler said that's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, he yeah. knows that yeah, catalog he, he so well. He knows it better than me almost. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, I ran into Tyler Monday um, when he got here, and he had kind of done a tour, and uh, they were joking. This was your seventh time. Yeah. here and a factory tour so yeah. oh wow so he so he he, he he pretty much can do the tour also himself so. i'll give andy the tour yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um so i also asked rich you know what he wanted to share what he knew about you, you guys have known each other for so long and he said that uh that you're extremely gifted in woodworking and metal shop and he talked about an invention that you made that was pretty cool. You want to tell us about that? In- invention I made. You're gonna have to refresh the me. The hydrant. Oh, the the beer hydrant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so what we had was a demo fire hydrant to to take to trade shows and customer demonstrations, and it was just sitting there. And I thought I can turn this into something. So uh, ended up made a beer tapper out of the fire hydrant so you take that to a trade show heavy awkward pain in the butt to clean um but no one else had one yeah that's an attention getter for yeah. sure yeah yeah i saw a picture of you standing next to it that was pretty cool yeah yeah very cool you could make those and sell them <laughs> i think the picture you probably saw was the the day de- the debut uh, okay picture. and if you didn't see that that one um, you, sh- you should because we were having a good time <laughs> <laughs> it got well used yes yes 
So I think in the in the same spirit of your creative personality, um, you I know you're an innovative person. You came to an innovation summit. So let's talk a little bit about the adjustable meter pit. I think it's one of the things I'm most proud of from the Innovation Center because um, I think we really stayed true to solving a problem. Yes. Um, so if I recall, this was like 2017. I think we started talking about it, and we went down the path of a modular meter pit. We were, we were so laser-focused on this Lego meter pit concept in the Innovation Center and when we went out to customers and asked for feedback, they said, yeah, that's great. You might be creating a little more work than we want. And if you could just make it adjustable, that would be great. Yeah. So I know you had your own concept, which was really cool. You came to me and said, what about this? Do you remember the concept that you had in mind? Yeah, well, it, it was even years before it got to you. I've, I, I recognized what was in the market wasn't working. It wasn't perfect. So what can we do to make it better? Um, so what I, what I came to was that telescoping idea on, cause it needs to be top adjustable. It needs to be easy. It needs to have, um, infinite set levels, um, and use the lid that currently is out there. So for people that aren't familiar with meter pits, why does it need all those things? So what's the situation that happens where now you have a problem? Um, so new install, you generally know the buried depth. Uh, you can set it, but when you're doing a replacement, you don't know what what's in the ground. You don't know what's there. So you you're um, you know for us six to seven foot buries. So customers are stocking two different buried depths. Um, if they don't have the right one, it, it's shell extensions to to make it deeper. Um, if it's too tall, you got to cut it off. Um, all these options are in the field. Um, so, so why not give them something that can do it all fr from the get-go? Yeah, I love that, taking the two different size pits and figuring out how you can do more with less. Just have one pit that covers both of those applications. Correct. Uh, no more cutting, no Co more adding extensions, which then is more cost you're adding by buying those extra pieces. Uh, customer, The end customer wants to do landscaping, so they want to bring the pit up. So, you know, so then you, your only option is shell extensions where here you could come and screw it, screw it up. Yeah, and I think you touched on something important, um, top adjustability. Yep. So when we started researching this project, uh, we knew there was another pit in the market that you could adjust from the bottom, which sort of didn't make a lot of sense to me because um, you'd have to dig down and then you're trying to hoist this pit up and notch it into these different segments to either raise it or lower it. Um, so do you think, you think the top adjustability was kind of a game changer? It made it easier for the, the customer, um, and it allowed us to retro existing pits in the field. Yeah, that's a good point. So you can either buy it adjustable, or you can just buy the top and the thread and add it to whatever is already in the field. Correct. Yeah, and the, the other key point, too, that Tyler said was the uh, infinite. So there's really inf infinite adjustability because this one just threads. So you could adjust it up a half inch, one inch, up to the 18 inches. So Correct. that's the... Uh, advantage of this one here is the infinite adjustability so you can really just thread it and adjust it anywhere and the other one is just using existing lids on the market so yep. where the lid will just uh, lock right on or set right on the the top of the pit so yeah yeah and I think too it threads very easily that was during this process um, they dug a hole out back of the plant and had me <laughs> um, you know 
130 yeah. pounds, 5'7", not exactly a huge person, and I could thread that thing super yep. easy. Yep. So I think pretty much anybody could could use it, which is a great thing. As the workforce changes, um, I think it's it's pretty easy to use. Yeah. What else, Jim? What's your – have you received any feedback, or what's your – being the Waterworks product manager, what do you think the – the reception has been in the market for the adjustable meter pit? I think, um, you know, it's it's been very receptive. I think maybe one of the hurdles is the price, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are probably used to um, maybe pre-plumbing uh, or, or plumbing something in their self. So, but what we're offering is a complete package. So it's just a, a plug and play. So it is a little bit more expensive, but I think in the long run, they're getting much uh better quality product, uh, easier to use uh, in the long run, I think. so. And it's reducing their their inventory levels. You know, it's they, what they have to purchase, keep on the shelf is is reduced. Uh, you know, rural water system needing a shell extension might be 50, 60 miles away. Um, we're now, it's already on site. Yeah, and I think, too, we touched on the where's my stuff, you know, yeah. how difficult it is to get things if you can buy one thing that potentially serves you well in two different applications then that's a win just in inventory purposes yes yeah the the main thing is um you know just getting this spec in or if there's a water district or utility that's unsure but just working on the spec and uh you know just making this the the common spec is uh you know the infinite adjustability um you know pinpoint the buried depth um, it gives the the end user, as Tyler said, you know, when when they want to do landscaping, it can be adjusted and be right brought up to grade level. So yep. um, it's really just it's re- it's it's a great product to to have to spec in. Um, we have two major cities in the United States. Um, st- uh, they saw it and just love it and spec it in now. Uh, um, up in uh, uh, the Dakotas, there's a lot of rural waters that are are starting to use it. So mm-hmm. just. Uh, just it's 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 taken a while to catch on, but I think as more people see it, um, they'll, they'll fall in love with it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think one of the nice things that happens, you know, when we come out with something like this from the Innovation Center, it sort of snowballs into other ideas. So, just recently, um, I had a, a customer mention that. So. I love that these additional ideas are coming in mm-hmm. based off us coming out with new things. So yeah. what was your experience working with the innovation department and what did you think about that as a customer? Um, I guess what I enjoyed was the, the, the banter back and forth. The, the, um, what, you know, no idea was dumb, you know, right? Just throw it back and spitball and just what's going to work. Um, how many different prototypes were made um, to, to, to come up with what's out on the market. Yeah, I love that whole process as well. Not having, you know, it's fun to take somebody that has all the experience that you have and then someone like me who has little to none and just bounce those ideas off of each other. I mean, yeah. at one point we had a snap ring concept, kind of kick that one out yep. because of stability and pinch points and we had the free floating concept and the threaded one just seemed to be the one that made the most sense. So, yeah, I thought that whole process is fun. Someone like me learns a lot during that process. Yeah, it, yeah you, you don't know where it's going to end up because you're just developing it as you go. Yeah. Now you'll be on the other side of that. When you're going out to customers, you can 
collect their ideas and bring them to the innovation team. Well, and that's where, you know, ideas I've had over the years, you know, different different fittings uh, that they that you've had to machine, you know, to take this fitting, but can we make it into this? Uh, you know, that's always the customer, you know, what, what makes their life easier, um, what can make it better. Um, I mean, that's always the goal. Yeah. So... What made you take the job at AY? I mean, I know Jim and I are thrilled just to have another person with uh, your mindset and your experience, but what drew you to AY? Um, I, I think, I mean, the 20-year relationship we had, I got to see, I got to meet a lot of people. I mean, this wasn't, I mean, this was my first, you know, Monday was my first day, um, I, but I met Rob in the parking lot, and he called me by name, and we walked in together. <laughs> I mean, it was more of a reunion yeah. than, than a first day. Um, but, but truly you get this over 20 years, you, you really get to know a company and you know what they stand for. Um, and when Rich said he was going to retire, I mean, there was some definite interest on my part to see where it could go. Yeah, that's great. And I think too, you know, AY got to try you out and get to know you for 20 years. So the fact that everyone's so happy uh, is a credit to you as well. Yeah. So. It's a, it's a good deal. Do you do you guys have anything else you want to add about the adjustable meter pit, Jimbo? Um. You better think of something. Your kids are going to be ripping <laughs> on you. <laughs> yeah. I, the question I'll have is um, when I started, they they referred to you as third shift. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, you have to come to Dubuque to learn what third shift is. Oh, okay. no. I'll, I'll tell you what third shift is. As, the, uh, as certain executives get older and older, they can't quite hang yeah. at night with the customers, so they bail, and then Jim Jim is third yeah. shift. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm the supervisor. So. Okay. Yeah, okay. he's the supervisor of the late-night festivities. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's amazing at his job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All three shifts. So. <laughs> yeah. First, second, and third. That's oh, right. Wow. Yeah, overachiever. <laughs> you should be getting paid overtime. Yeah, right. You need to talk to Rob. Uh, Part of the goal of doing the podcast today is also to encourage people to submit ideas. So I think the best things that we've come out with in the Innovation Center have come from either a distributor or an end user, and it's that little seed of an idea. So the adjustable meter pit truly came from an idea that you had um, and you were, you know, open enough to share it with Rich Palicki, who was your AY sales rep at the time. So tell yeah. us a little bit about how that came about. So, I mean, the idea started, you know, doodling in a notebook, just pl- knocking ideas around. And Rich, Rich came to town. We went out for dinner. We were sitting at Champs Bar and Grill, and you know, you have you have a few beers and the juices start flowing <laughs> yeah. and so you, and you got bar napkins right there mm-hmm. so so I, you know you grab your pen and you start drawing this thing out and so the first time he saw it uh, a glimpse of what I was wanting to do was on a bar napkin and um, and then I know he reached out to you and that's how our our conversation started yeah I just love that and you know I think some people shy away from that because they don't have the idea fully form formed or like they don't know how to solve all the challenges with the idea, but if you just get it down on paper and share it with somebody, then it starts to snowball. So then Rich came to me and said, you know, uh, Tyler has this idea. I really think we should take a look at it. And then from there, you know, like you said, we had several concepts, several different versions. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that's something that I hope 
people take away from this episode of the podcast is don't be afraid to share that idea, even if it's not perfect with the innovation team, with your AY sales rep, um, because you never know. I mean, the next thing that comes out, you know, what's the next adjustable meter pit? I don't know what that next thing will be. Yeah, the the customers know what makes their life easier. The end user, the you know the the contractor, whoever it is, knows what it is, and just um, might not be the perfect idea today, but right. who knows what it can become? Yeah, and I think too sometimes it just starts from a, we call a pain point or a headache of I'm so sick of doing this one thing or fixing this one thing or having to adjust you know that install because of x y and z so when that ground shifts and now the meter pit install or replacement becomes a bigger pain in the butt even if they don't know how to fix it they could tell us about it and then we can correct start working on it so that's what we live for in the innovation center (laughs) well thank you so much tyler for sitting down with jim and i on your third day (laughs) you're a brave soul um and also you know if People listening or watching, if you were inspired by any of this and you have any ideas or pain points, I just encourage you to share them with us. Um, you can email me at innovations at aymcdonald.com. Uh, and as always, if you have any ideas for the podcast, uh, you can email us at ayafterhours at aymcdonald.com or follow us on the socials. And Doug, we miss you. Don't be sad. <laughs> Enjoy the golf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs>